0: As-salamu alaykum, sisters, it's Shahida here and today we have a lovely guest here all the way from Dubai. So we have Sister Majibin with us. So, as alaykum Wa Shahida. How are you today? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. How are you? I'm really well. I'm so excited to hear your story. Um, so actually, you. let's get straight into it. So I'm going to leave it to you. Okay. Okay, so would you like to share it to everybody? Um
1: About your experiences, okay, so I got married at the age of nineteen. Uh, we were both too young. we didn't know what kind of questions we should be asking and what I should be looking for, but I knew that I wanted marriage, kids and family. Uh, long story short, I was married for a total of sixteen years and spent the last six of those years trying to desperately save my marriage. okay, I did everything I thought I should do from counseling to praying to trying to make myself better for him, changing myself in every way that he liked. But you know what? I was doing everything alone. And by the end of it, it was very clear to me that he had already checked out of the marriage years ago. And that's when I decided to end it officially. Um, There was no point in trying to forcefully make it work or hold on to someone who didn't want to be with us. And that was doing more harm than good to the kids and myself. So it's been a year and a half, roughly. I have never looked back with any regrets or thought about what else I could have done on my part because uh, I knew that I gave it my all. And I'm, I'm blessed with the most wonderful family. Uh, my mom and dad, they supported me throughout all of this. And I was able to get out of this marriage. So there's a lot that happened in these 16 years. But Alhamdulillah, I'm just glad to come out alive and sane. And I hope stronger for my kids and for myself. Yep.
0: Wow. 16 years. So were you Mm -hmm. happy the whole 16 years? Not really, no. Just took a long time to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So you changed yourself, bettered yourself to to please your children's father.
1: Yeah, I did everything. And I think that uh, a lot of us uh, have similar stories. Like last time Sister Azra was telling us about her and I was really like so many of us go through mm. the same. Thing. You see, every one of us, we are at a different stage in our journey. Yeah, some sisters have completely healed. Some are only beginning this journey and some are in the middle of this mess and they just don't know what to do. Mm. And, you know, the worst part, I feel like, oh, we keep telling them, oh, you know, this is Allah's plan for you, Mm. We have to forgive them. At that point, I feel like it feels too much. Yes, it's Allah's plan for you. He wants you to learn something from this. But never did he say that stay and get beaten or bear the injustice, Mm. you know? And then people talk about forgiveness as if, I don't know. Shahida, it's a process. It's not yeah. like an overnight. Dream, you know? mm. It's a huge word. I mean, how can you suddenly forgive all the things that affect so many people, especially the kids, mm. your parents, your family? It affects everyone. And, you know, to forgive someone, it feels like such a divine thing to do. And we're only human, right? Yeah, absolutely. We need to feel all these emotions first in order to heal. So I feel maybe we shouldn't call it forgiveness right from the beginning. I think maybe so as well. Yeah. yeah. Just let it go or don't let it bother you or simpler yeah. words. It helps to heal. Mm. And once you heal, maybe you can say, oh, you know what? I've forgiven them. So it, I came across this article which says mm. that forgiveness is open. I choose to cancel.
0: And I was like, hey, that's doable, you know? <laughs> yeah at the beginning no one likes that word forgiveness do they it's just a huge like a commitment yeah. like
1: to this like a mountain mm-hmm. but yeah so if somebody is going through a difficult time or who's come out of a toxic situation and trying to you know deal with this forgiveness business maybe they can say you know cancel them out from your
0: thoughts to begin mm-hmm. with you have to think about them and you know what? Uh, That's such a great way to put this whole forgiveness because it's so true isn't it because we don't at the beginning even I struggled um we don't want to forgive it's like out the question forgiveness is out there and especially when people say you need to forgive you are like what what are you talking about like why would we think about forgiveness do you not know what this person has done so I totally get it but it's only when we heal and also when we find that inner peace inside us and that whole ju- that journey that we go through we realize actually by holding on to that whatever it is that we hold inside us that that hate or that thing inside us even if we don't want to label it by carrying that with us it's actually far worse it's so much better to just let go That's so true and at first, even myself, I thought to myself, "But if, if I'm forgiving them, I'm doing them, I'm letting them off the hook. But it's mm-hmm. actually if this is for us, it's to yeah. the burden for us. And it's and we don't have to say it to them. I don't know, how did you over we don't have to. you totally forgiven or have you where are you in that stage of forgiveness? We're still getting there slowly. <laughs> <laughs> We're still getting there, but you know.
1: Look, when Whenever we, in life we have, we always have, yeah, two situations, right? We either we either accept mm. okay, and move on. If there is something we can do to change it, we first try and change it, mm. okay. And if we can't change it, we accept it and we move on. But whatever choice we make, we have to live with the uh, consequences of those choice choices that we make. You see. But the more we focus on the problem, the bigger mm. it becomes. The bigger it seems. Um, you know, when during my divorce, or uh, I think somewhere, I don't know, in between or before, I came across this saying by Nelson Mandela. He said that uh, as I walked out the door toward my freedom, I knew that if I did not leave all the anger, hatred, and bitterness behind, I would still be in prison.
0: Yeah. You know? So if
1: that makes sense. It sounds nice, but it's, this is like a constant reminder to myself that you know I have to let go of forgiveness and all of
0: that. But yeah, it's it's a journey. It really is, and it's different for different for everyone because the forgiveness for you might be so much harder because of what you've gone through for through Han in terms of your whole marriage, and then for me or anybody else, it might be totally different. So it's it's everyone's journey, like you said, is their own and and it also de- depends on the circumstances as well but i think it's, it's the whole idea of letting it go and not letting it be part of your life and not letting yeah. it consume you yeah yeah and i don't know how would you Was there any tips that you could give anybody how how you went from i know you're still healing in term and you're still yeah still in that journey of forgiveness <laughs> but how did you yeah. make it start what was your um start and i can show you my tips as well okay
1: so the first thing i feel that we need to be careful with who we share our pain with i mean not everyone can understand something Mm. that they haven't been through they may not understand the intensity of your situation and uh, unknowingly or unfortunately knowingly they may downplay your feelings making you feel worse than you were to begin with yeah Mm. wherever possible seek professional help i mean they can help you so much you know that is so important rather than going to people who don't know what they're saying mm. i feel like if it's possible to get professional help that would be really really helpful um another thing is stay away from religious blackmailers i think you know who they are <laughs> 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 you can't till you die and all of those things mm. try to talk to people who are practicing mm. and are practical in their approach so they can give you the advice that you need. Uh, another thing is that grieve when your marriage ends, or you are you know going through that period when you know this is over, you need to grieve, especially mm-hmm. after the as much as you need to grieve, feel that pain, because something has come to an end, it's like someone has died. Mm-hmm. Right about cry. Crying is good. There's some people who just they just can't cry. I don't know, if that's really I don't know, unnatural. Uh, crying, it brings about healing. Mm -hmm. I heard this somewhere that the sorrow that you don't release through tears, it may may make other organs weak. When we bottle up our emotions, we make ourselves sick. So it's not weak to cry. It's natural. Mm -hmm. Do whatever it takes to get it out of your system. Yeah, You take your time to heal. Let no one decide for you how long you need to heal or get Mm -hmm. over it. And when you're finally ready to let go, then you'll see the road ahead slowly. And Allah is always with us. Yeah. So we need to be easy on ourselves, not like we need to, like for example, the forgiveness thing. Yeah, we have to do it now. No, you know, take your time. And then um, another thing I could say is feed your soul with good things.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that.
1: Yeah. This is different for everyone. For some sisters, it could be sitting on the prayer mat, praying extra salah, reciting Quran, vikru, reading good books. Being, as being around positive people. For me, it was watching YouTube videos, motivational speeches and, you know, podcasts and such. So once I started to do this, my mind opened up. You know, I was like, there's so much to learn. There's so many different ideas and perspectives in this world. So many exciting things to do. So being exposed to all of that made me realize that I was surrounded by a lot of negativity and really petty mentality. Mm. So it Give me hope that, you know, everyone is not like that. So whatever time that you have between when you know that there's a problem and you've decided to leave, of course, it's not going to be immediate. So whatever time you have in between, use that to work on yourself. I feel like that's a really helpful thing if someone's going through that. And uh, another thing is don't let it make you bitter. Yeah, we all know of those Women well into their golden years who harbor like years and years of resentment, then it spills out on other people. Especially if they have a daughter in law, they'll be like, they want to inflict that pain on them. Like, how dare she doesn't go through what I did? Like, she has it too easy. And, you know, don't be that woman. Let's just be better, not bitter, right? And the last thing I think is baby steps. Do something, anything for yourself. Just, you know, be better than what you were yesterday. It's really, even if it's like a small thing, the change that you will see after a while, that is amazing. So baby steps. Those are my tips.
0: <laughs> wow. I absolutely love all of them. By the way, Han, I honestly feel that you've, you've come out of that whole healing journey. I don't know, where, how do, you, where do you think you are? I, by what you've just told me. Yeah. And what you said and the things that you've shared with me as well. I feel like you've come out the other end.
1: I I would like to think that. But yeah, it's still, I don't think I'm completely there. But mm. I'm at peace with myself. I'm happy where I am. Alhamdulillah. Um,
0: yeah. Alhamdulillah. Wow. No, that's amazing. And you know what? I totally agree with all of those things, all of those tips that you said, especially the baby steps, because that's how we start. Because sometimes we think it's too much and then we don't do anything if we just take one step and then allah will show us the second step the second step will come we don't have to worry about the second step and then we take the third step and then allah will show us the fourth step and then before you know it you've accomplished something that you never knew you had it in you yeah that's so true yes and i honestly think i love the baby steps um that theory, because I use that all the time. I always say, let's not think about the whole picture, let's just take one little step and improve that one little area. Uh, and yeah, that should be the first thing, I think. Yeah, wherever no, you yeah. start, no, 100%. And yet, going back to forgiveness, and I know it's such a, I know there's loads of sisters in our group as well that are really. Su- struggling with the forgiveness side of things and it isn't hard it's not easy to forgive and it takes time it's not going to happen in one day you suddenly forgive someone and it and it happens it doesn't work like that well maybe for some people it might but how I did it was I imagined I did this thing where I closed my eyes and I imagined them in front of me I imagined everybody that ever hurt me in front of me and I kept my eyes closed and I said I forgive you And I ask you to forgive me. And I did that every day, every morning for Mm -hmm. about 18 months. And do you know what happened? Like, Mm -hmm. even like six months in, or nearly a year in, when I closed my eyes, there was no one there. Wow. Like the people disappeared, like the people. And I feel like there's no one there now. Now, when I close my eyes, I can't find anyone. But I still say it anyway. I still close my eyes. And, I still say it and I'm searching anyone. It could be anyone. It could just be someone in the checkout counter that annoyed you. It could be anyone. But I can't find anyone. And do you know how good it feels not to have that, that, oh, that hate? Crazy. But that maybe is hate. I don't know what it is. But it's so great not to have that inside you. Mm. And now when I think about those people... I actually Mm -hmm. wish them well in life Mm -hmm. to get to that stage of not like hating them to now wishing them not to not feeling anything to now wishing them well in life I mean that's like a huge 360 oh that is that is complete 360 and I think once you get to a stage where you I'm not saying everybody to get to a stage where you wish them well because that is you know for some people, yeah. that's going to be impossible to do. But even to the stage where you don't feel anything, like there's no, mm. there's no hate, there's no love, there's nothing. There's nothing at all. Like, yeah, like they don't, nothing, none of that matters kind of thing. When you get to mm. that stage, I think that's when you realise that you have forgiven. Yeah. And they're no longer part of your life and they're no longer there to waste energy on. Mm. And but that, that that could be difficult for, uh, you know,
1: women who have their exes still involved in their life because of kids or whatever. Yes,
0: that is that is challenging, very yes. challenging. Um, especially when they make it very difficult. Mm. Um, every time, especially on visits and so on, that is something that you that's going to be repeatedly coming back yeah. to you. So you might forgive, and then they do something, and then you get back to that hole. <laughs> zero that's the challenge that is a challenge but I think it's just mentally training yourself that do you know what it's okay we don't have to let them get to us Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we can and that's what it is it's just choosing what you let inside and how much you let them affect your mind I think that's what it is Mm -hmm. what I was going to say to you Han was no counselling you did would you recommend counselling to us sisters out there
1: Yes, I did actually do a couple of sessions of hypnotherapy, counselling. I mean, there were so many things I can't even remember, to be honest. Can I just
0: clarify, is this this to save your marriage or is this after your divorce? Which one is it? Both. Both, okay. Okay, so let's talk about saving your marriage. Has that Mm -hmm. helped you, the counselling? It
1: helped me, well, when I told my ex that I could see a problem and he said that, he didn't have a problem and I was the one with the problem mm-hmm. and I should go for the sessions myself. So I did it myself. He didn't come with any of, he didn't come with oh. me. To any. So I went by myself and I learned so much about, about myself. I mm-hmm. you know, had a di- different perspective. I tried to, I learned to look at things in a different way. I learned about myself and where I was going wrong and what I was doing to damage the relationship. And uh, it was just about me then, you know, and I started working on myself and I started learning new things. And as I said earlier, there was a time when I decided that that's it because I was the only one doing my part and you need two people to, you know, fix uh, a problem. And then when I realized that, uh, you know, he's not interested or he doesn't want to. And then after the divorce, I did i took some a couple of i can't remember it was hypnotherapy or whatever but then i did a lot of writing i would write down my thoughts mm-hmm. and i would write letters to allah and you know angry and whatever i had to
0: because you have to get it out of your system otherwise you just make yourself sick yes i love that writing helps so much um i ended up publishing a book just by mm-hmm. writing, writing out everything and because sometimes you don't want to talk to anyone yeah you don't want to share these information with them or you don't want to share or you just don't want to at that moment in time you just don't want to speak to anybody yeah Yeah. and some people don't have anyone to talk to yeah they're on their own or they feel like they're on their own yeah and writing is so powerful you could just write it and then rip it up afterwards it feels so good or burn it yes i don't know about burning i could call it (laughs) but um, (laughs) ripping it up and just getting it out your like you said just get it out your system it's so important and because then we're just letting it out we're letting our feelings out yeah and it's better out than it is inside I feel like this podcast is about forgiveness now and healing (laughs) and it's like I see I didn't know where it's going to go because when I spoke to maha today it's just like she's going to tell a story so i didn't even know myself what the core message is going to be but it looks like today's core message is about forgiveness isn't it yeah. yay
1: <laughs> but That's... that forgiveness is overrated i'm not uh, all for forgiveness i just want to at <laughs> least <laughs> yeah we're getting baby steps we're going to change the word <laughs> yeah we're, we're going say, to change can you say letting go letting go let's cancel
0: them from our thoughts oh, cancel should we say cancel okay <laughs> yes, can cancel them from and putting them and putting them on mute <laughs> 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 until we can deal
1: with them no uh, until we can deal with them another time is not we can deal with it slowly little you know little by little in bits and pieces but let's not eat the whole elephant
0: all at once so, i like that not eat the whole <laughs> elephant all at once that's a really good one as well mm-hmm. so what the takeaway we're going to have is to cancel them or put them on mute or if some of you want to use the word forgiveness you can use forgiveness but whatever word you want to put to it or label and it's all about just finding that peace inside you as well Hmm. for yourself because that's what we are we're doing it just for ourselves you think about we're not actually going to go up to them and say I forgive you yeah. Well, some of you might be able to do that, or maybe you can, but it's for yeah. ourselves. Forgiveness is 100% for us, mm-hmm. isn't it? Whatever label it is, the word, if you will use a different word, but it's 100% for us. It's so we don't have to carry that burden and that heaviness because mm-hmm. it can be a block and it can block you from doing so many great things in life. It's true. Because it weighs you down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it does. does. Do you know what it would be really interesting to see? Um what how other sisters deal with this issue
1: in their yeah, life
0: um so I think we'll open that up to them as well and ask, how do they deal with forgiveness, or what word do they use if forgiveness is too much of a word that they can't handle to use that word? what do they use because clearly with your you han it's what happened to you? I know you have not going into detail, which is I totally respect that, but um yeah it's a big it's a big ask, isn't it for you to forgive yeah. him completely. it completely is a big ask yes
1: it and it's not a one day thing it's not a one constant
0: day, day. Yeah.
1: every time you feel like this negative emotion coming up you have to sit with it yeah. feel it so it's really not easy but no. yeah eventually inshallah slowly slowly
0: no definitely oh do you know what thank you so much Han, for sharing your story and also your lovely tips with us and i know that i've come away with Lots of nuggets from today and your tips, and I will apply that in my life as well. And I will also feed that back to other people as well. And sisters, I hope you've taken something from Majevan's um, story as well. And what's the time in Dubai at the moment, Han? Right now, nine no, thirty. Is it nine thirty? And is it really hot at the moment? It is really hot. Yes, I don't, I feel for you. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sisters wherever you are i hope you have a lovely day um sister marja and um, thank you so much for sharing and um and i thank wish you the best. Mm-hmm. and let's have you back on to share and, and i really want to know how you're getting on the rest of your journey as well all right thank you so much for having me i hope oh, that helps I, looks- I you definitely have sister you mm-hmm. definitely have um you definitely you know this is going to really help a lot of our sisters out there okay sister assalamu alaikum have a lovely day assalamu
1: alafiz, as-salamu ala-fiz.